What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Kilgallen. Going solo this week, I got some birthday thoughts. That's right. My birthday was just a couple days ago. I'm, I'm getting old. I got some birthday thoughts. I got a lot of thoughts. I'm just going to I'm gonna mess with you guys for a little bit here. Uh, side note, the Patreon is going to have some new content on last week's episode of the podcast. By the way, thank you for everyone listening. We've been back. Last week was our second episode back after taking an August hiatus. I had comedian and podcaster Mike Bridenstine. He's also an actor. And uh, one, one of the segments that a lot of people were laughing about was we talked about Disney princesses briefly. And I talked about how Ariel would be an all-time Disney princess hottie. But, you know, there's a, there's a smell risk involved, her being half fish and all. Um I don't know where you guys, some people are getting perverted with that, thinking I meant some other smelly part, but I don't get that. Let's, let me address that real quick. I've always heard jokes about from men, usually ugly dudes, about women's vaginas smelling like fish. And it always makes me think never once, never once have I encountered such a thing. Very fortunate. Um, also married to a great person. Uh, so, you know, but in my brain, I'm like, where, where are these guys coming across stinky fish pussy, you know? And then you look at the guy who's making that joke and you're like, I see, I see who, who it is and, and how they're coming across stinky fishy puss, right? There must be hanging out by the docks or something like that, like that you know, sometimes. And that's not a knock on some of these dudes, but if you're going to go out of your way to make that joke about the female anatomy. You know, and it's not like a nice joke. And and I'm, I wouldn't be mad if women were like, hey, you guys got stinky nuts. Those, those, those are gross balls, right? They got that poop smelly nuts, right? You don't know how to wipe and, and that smell filters up to the balls and, and we have to deal with that. I get it. We're all having fun here. But again, I've never seen a dude who just cleans up with women make that type of joke, right? Like, you know, and if you're listening and you're like, the fuck, Joe, I'm that guy. I make that joke. You might want to reassess some things. Maybe because you make that joke, you're attracting the type of woman who has a certain odor that maybe she can't help. Maybe you got to point it out to her and be like, I don't know what the hell's going on down there. You let me know too, right? As friends and potential lovers in your case, you people out there, you got to be honest. Do you want to hang out with someone who's not going to tell you when you got something between your teeth? Same deal. You got a little stench between the legs. You got something bad between the teeth. Same difference. You got to let your friends know if they're, if they're, letting out some foul odor, you know, I've been eating healthier the last couple days and my shits have been stinking real bad. What, what is, what's that about? I don't understand that. Eat healthy, horrible smelling poop, eat like garbage. Not bad. You know, eating hostess cupcakes, going to town on some pizza, some other sweets, you know, and I, I never notice, but all of a sudden I'm, I'm just packing it on with plant-based proteins and it's just, whoo boy crack all the windows. I've got, I've, I've started very gross in the first three and a half minutes of this podcast. Those see it. Look, you don't get old or you don't stop talking about poop and stinky stuff because you got older. You don't stop talking about it. Cause you got old, you got old because you stopped talking about it. See, I'm going to remain young because I still find humor in poo poo stuff. So that's a little, that's philosophy. I just gave you guys some philosophy. If you're out there right now and you're thinking, I don't want to grow up, you don't have to. There's a difference between being responsible and growing old. Now, I'm an incredibly responsible adult. I know I don't give off that impression, but I really am. I'm, I spin a lot of plates. 
I'll just give you my last, we'll, we'll do the last 12 hours right here for you. And sorry, this is coming to you around lunchtime or so. I, yesterday, I'll, I'll do all day yesterday, wake up six in the morning. That's when my alarm goes off. I got to wake up my son, Matthew. He's four years old. He goes to four-year-old preschool. He's to be there by 730. I have to wake up the two-year-old as well because I can't leave him at home when I take the other one. You know, part of me thinks, God, that would be awesome if I could just be like, tell my dog, hey, watch, watch the two-year-old. Okay. Make sure nothing crazy happens. I'm going to be gone for seven minutes, but you know, you can't legally, I'd, I'd get in a lot of trouble. I feel like if they found out I left them alone, even for seven minutes. So I wake up two children who don't want to be woken up and they're clearly my sons. Cause I'm, I'm like that too. I'm like, why, why, why is it so early? They could have had the school day from 10 to four. I agree. I agree, man. I don't understand why they had to make shit so early. It's, it's really stupid. And it makes children angry to start their day. They're not ready to learn. They're groggy. It's, it's a shit environment. So I wake them up, give them some breakfast, which of course they're, they're picky eaters. So it's a whole thing. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Have a honey bun. I don't give a shit. Same as a donut. No, don't tell your teacher though. I don't want that judgmental eyes when I drop you off and you got glaze all over your hands. All right, let's wash the hands. There's a pandemic. So I do that. I get them there, get, get them to school on time. And then I come home and I got two-year-old. So he's up. Maybe he didn't have breakfast. I got him a little more food. I got to play with him, keep him entertained, try to teach him some things, right? Hey, let's do a little puzzle, right? You know, we, we have some fun with it. Give him lunch around 11 o'clock. I want to get him in down for his nap between 1130 and noon because I wake him up at two to go back to pick up the kid by 2.30. See, I'm doing all this stuff. Then I'm feeding them, bathing them, entertaining them. Then I go off to do Comedians You Should Know, the best show, the best independently produced show in the United States of America. There's one in New York. The one in LA right now is kind of, you know, stuff's crazy right out in LA. Uh, they are doing a lot of live comedy. The clubs are open, but as far as independent shows go, it's a little up in the air. I'll keep you posted if I find out to my LA listeners about Comedians You Should Know LA and what the future therein lies. So anyhow, I go do that show. I'm on the late show, the 930 show, which I remember thinking to myself, man, in the future, I might have to just request the earlier show until I get used to this waking up at 6, 15 in the morning every day nonsense, which who knows if I will. I did request to go up earlier, which makes sense anyway. The lamp was great. I'm not saying like, to, to say I request to go up earlier makes it seem like, um, I don't know, it just seemed a little conceited on my end, but I, I did want to go up on the earlier side. So, um, be funny if you, yeah, you message like a show, like you're on a show somewhere and you're like, Hey, can I go up earlier? And they're like, yeah, we fucking had you up earlier. what you think you were going last? Look at this cocky son of a bitch. Right? I didn't mean it like that. Anyway, fun show. Uh, I had some, had a, had a pretty good set. I was really happy with it overall. Uh, the new material that most of you have not heard yet is really starting to come together. If you are a Patreon subscriber, I uploaded a 15 minute set from the laugh factory in Chicago a few weeks ago. And even the jokes on that, two weeks later have gotten stride stronger and tighter and I've added a couple more things. I'm really, I, I think in 2022, I'll be able to record another hour. I'm pretty confident about that. At least a 45 minute set, you know, which is really what an hour you round that up these days. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people put out specials, like uh, a lot of really, really good comedians and not really hitting that 60 minute mark anymore. So I think a good 45 is your modern hour. People have less attention spans, all that. So, you know, I did the set and it was really good. I'm, you know, I'm really excited where the material's going, but I don't hang out afterwards. I leave right away. And there was a couple people who came out to see me and uh, I was a little bummed. I couldn't just like hang out, but it's just, it's different now. So I wake up, you know, that's my Wednesday night. It's Thursday, Thursday morning, wake up. About six, I hit the snooze twice. By so by six sixteen, I was out of bed. Throw some water on the face, 
you know, I didn't take a shower, but, uh, you know, woke the kids up, got them ready, dressed, all that. That's a fucking, that's a task. That is a task, you know? And, and I, and I get him to school on time. And I realized this too, after I dropped my son off the two-year-old, I'm like, Hey, we got to go to the grocery store, get some stuff. I saw people driving very like with aggression. And I remember thinking to myself, Oh, it's cause they're on their way to work. Dude, it's eight o'clock. They gotta be at work at nine. So I see this, I get the hell out of their way. We gotta be considerate everyone. Because just because you're not in a hurry doesn't mean others aren't in a hurry. We got to think about that. We've all been in that situation where you're running late for work and you're like, mother fucker with these pieces of shits, just get out of my way. And you see them in their car. They're like, where's the fire? The fire is I'm going to get fired. Okay. I'm trying to get to fucking work. My guy, would you move over? Yeah. Nice Corolla. Great bumper stickers. Your kid's an honor student. Probably not anymore though. Cause you know, they're older. You're an idiot. Eventually that takes over, you know, you, you want them to get the fuck out of the way, right? It's not, it's not hard. Just, we need to be more considerate of others is my greater overall point. Now, because I do all that, I, I, I mentioned everything I mentioned right now is not to be bragging or anything like that. I mention it because it shows that I am a responsible adult. You know, I'm not partying as much as I used to like hardly ever, but what, what I do that's very smart is when I get the opportunity, I go fucking hard. I, I, I go goddamn hard kids. You know, um, I'm remembering though, got to hydrate. That's the key to fight the hangovers. Cause if you're going hard and you're not hydrating, you're just a fucking idiot. So that's what I'm doing now. That's where I've matured. That's where I'm growing. And, you know, I think the, the philosophy I was throwing out there was that like, you don't get, you know, we all want to keep our youth as long as possible. But then people tell you, you got to grow up. No, you got to be responsible. You don't have to grow up. You should still laugh at fart jokes if they make you laugh, if, if they make you smile. You should still, you know, do the stuff that you do. You know what I mean? I, I got a lot of friends who are huge in the world of pro wrestling. They're big wrestling fans. I encourage that. Who can, be, be the old guy there. Have gray hair. Do it. Whatever makes you happy. Don't think you've outgrown anything. I say all that. And then the other day, I almost bought a, a Bears jersey. And I love the Bears, obviously. I thought, oh, Fields jersey. I got a gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods. Maybe I'll buy that. And then I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm still, look, young at heart, but I don't think I could pull off that look anymore. Doesn't mean I'm not staying a kid. You know what I mean? But like, I, that's that's a different scenario altogether. Your fashion choices as you get older, because you could you can mature in that sense. Uh, I just think being mature and being responsible could be different. I mean, some people think, no, being mature is being responsible, right? Like, I, I get that. I get that. But in the same regard, you could be responsible as hell. Get all, you know, get your kids to school on time. Feed them. Do everything I just said. Be a good friend. Be a good husband. All that kind of stuff. And still be a silly motherfucker. That's what I'm realizing with age. I always get a little depressed after my birthday, not on the day of or anything like that, but a few days that follow the birthday. And I don't know if you guys listening are like this too. Let me know. I'm not alone if you can, but it's uh, because you start to think, wow, the age I just was, I'll never be that age again. And then it just reminds you, yeah, we're going to die. We're all going to be fucking dead. I know. I just got dark, all the poo-poo material. Now I'm going into some dark stuff, but you know, I think you just got to accept that at some point. You know, it's inevitably going to creep into your brain where you're just like, this is all, you know, and it goes so fast. You know, I think about my son, my four-year-old and two-year-old son. And I think like, they'll never remember a lot of these moments. Um, 
yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. I think though, accepting it though, is a good thing in regard. It makes life great because of that, you know? Um, I feel like I want to quote WandaVision right now. There was something in WandaVision where Vision, the character, a few Marvel fans out there, says something like something's beautiful because it has an end or something like that, you know? But then I also think, wouldn't it be badass to live forever? I think if you live your life like you're going to live forever, that might be a key, a key to it. I think, you know, I, I don't know. I think about, I don't try to think about death too often because I just think you'd learn to accept it. I've met people who can accept it. And it becomes a thing they like to circle back to in conversation. And you can tell it really consumes them. And because of it, they're not living life to the fullest, which is the regret, isn't it? So I just think to yourself, you the quicker you accept the fact that, yeah, one day you won't be here, the more you could enjoy the time you have. And isn't that the key? It's okay to get sad and bummed out about it. You know, I do every now and then too. I start to think to myself, man, I thought by 37, I would have done more things. But then I got to give a shout out to the people who achieve things late. I fucking love those stories. I love stories of people who are like, I didn't get this until this age. They're great. The people who get stuff early, good for you too. You know, it's not, you know, saying I like one or it's not on the other in any sense. There's a comedian, Rob Christensen, who, who I know pretty well. He's a good, good dude, real funny guy. No, I actually don't know him super well, but you know, when we see each other, it's, hey, Rob, hey, Joe, what's up? You know, um, he is writing for the new Jon Stewart show that's going to be on Apple Plus. And he made a post saying, I got my first writing job at the age of 39, like, like a don't give up post, which I love those posts. Uh, those are the things on social media that I can't get enough of and how I wish people would be better with. I talked about my friend, uh, Mike Bryanson, who was on the last podcast. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but in real life, we'll text about how we, as people, talk way more about the things we don't like. You know, we, we this thing sucks and fuck that. We, you know, we're always bitching about those things. Imagine if we took that energy and put it toward the things we do like. How much happier would we all be? I think, you know, so when I think about that, like use that, use social media for that instead of using it to just vent all the time. I'm not saying don't vent ever. Little venting's all good and well. But if it becomes your whole thing is just complaining, complaining, complaining. And I think you program your brain to find more things to complain about because you don't want to be the person who complains about the same old shit all the time. So now you got to find new stuff. And it's just like, ah, that's... That's just no way to live a life. So yeah, that's something to think about there, right? You know. So yeah, uh, uh, shout out to Rob Christensen, man. I, again, I'm a big fan of those stories. Anyone out there? I talked about how short life is, but in the same regard, it's never too late to live the life you want to live. It really isn't. You know, I'm three years away from forty. Three years is a long time. You know, three years ago, if you would have, well, I, no one saw a pandemic thrown into the goddamn wedge. But even, you know, say it's 2021, three years ago in 2018, if you would have told me I would have released an hour in 2019, an hour in 2020, put them on YouTube, have them been incredibly well received, you know what I mean? Get over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube, nearly 50,000 on TikTok. Well, TikTok wasn't a thing three years ago. So I'd have been like, what the fuck is TikTok? But you know what I mean? All those like things that, might not seem like a big deal, but if you had told me three years ago, I'd be like, that's amazing. I'm, I'm going forward, right? That's, but again, it's never too, even if you're in a place, wherever you are in, at your age or you are in your life, if there's something about you that you just aren't happy about, 
Um, and work on accepting yourself too. Don't be too hard on yourself and all that. But look, everyone wants to improve them somewhere or another. And that's that's a cool thing to do because there is there's something fulfilling about that. You know, I wanted to read more. I finished a book uh, a week ago that I just finished reading. And as soon as you close that book on that last page and you don't need that bookmark anymore, fantastic. My bookmark was a losing lottery ticket anyway. So it was even more fantastic to be like, get the fuck out of here, loser. You know, so it's, it's you feel like sense of accomplishments are great. So yeah, wherever you are in your life, if you're like, you know, I need to do this or I want to do that or I want to accomplish this, don't think you're too old. You're not. You're really not. I mean, I, there are people, I have countless stories of people who are like, I didn't do this until I was 50. But then from the age of 50 to 80, they were fucking killing it. That's 30 years. You think when they're on their deathbed at the age of 80, they're going to think about the first 50 that didn't quite go their way? No, they're going to smile on the last 30. And obviously they'll remember stuff from zero to 50 here or there, but they're not, trust me, they're going to look back with a big ass smile on their face. I think that's the thing there, you know, and, and it's not about getting notoriety or, or fame. I think it's another thing I learned. I was hanging out with a buddy of mine over the weekend that I hadn't seen in a while. And, uh, and I realized I'm like, dude, I, I said, to him, I'm like, you did a really good job of keeping the people you love the most super fucking close. You know what I mean? Doesn't have a big, huge circle around him. Not a massive circle of friends. A small, tight friends and family that are just bam there, and I'm like, that's fucking key. That's that's that was a good move on his end. I remember being like, dude, I really respect and admire the shit out of that because I feel like it's less stress, less problems, and more happiness when you've got that that unit. But that's good for him, and I, you know, admire that. And I know other people were like, no, I like to branch out of, you know, a circle of friends here, a circle of friends there, and be able to bounce around from different things. And that works well too. If that's, you know, I'm basically saying, find what you like and fucking dig in, lean into that shit. You know, go for it even more so. Yeah, I get real philosophical around my birthday, I suppose. Um, yeah, birthdays could be fun though. I, I had a good time. Thanks to all the birthday wishes out there, and a lot of great people. My, my beautiful wife and, and kids made my birthday great and the rest of my family and played some poker with the, with, with the fellas. And um, yeah, I had a really good time over the weekend doing all that. And comedy's been going well too. I got some shows coming up. Where am I going to be? I'm going to be at the House of Blues tonight in Chicago. I don't have any, anything on the road until Cincinnati, October 1st and 2nd. If you're in that Cincinnati area, that Northern Kentucky, Southern Ohio area, come on out. Uh, the information should be on my website. It's uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm the worst at promoting myself. Just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'll post when I'm going to be there soon. But so be on the lookout though. If you're in Cincinnati area, October 1st and 2nd, circle that shit. Uh, Bolingbrook suburbs of Chicago. I'm going to be there October 15th and 16th. I want to sell those shows out. We sell them out. We add more. That's my goal this time around. It's be my third time headlining this club. I've had a great time every time I've done it. So I definitely want to get out and uh, and fucking rock those shows, because by then I'm gonna I'm gonna really know where the hour is for the new thing I'm gonna do. Because again, in 2022 is when I want to release. Couldn't release anything in 2021, so that broke my 2019, 2020, two years in a row streak. But I got to keep pushing forward, right? Keep challenging myself as a comedian and all that good stuff. You guys are the best. Uh, sorry, this was a short podcast. Again, I had the birthday activities that threw me off this week. Because normally I'd been down to this routine and then it's like, oh, what am I going to tell my family? I can't eat dinner with them that day. Cause I'm gonna, you know, so it was a whole thing. I figured I'd give you a quick 20 minute pod this week. Uh, you know, I mentioned the Disney princesses thing. I'm going to talk to Mike Bryanstein. We're going to do some bonus content, which we might rank the Disney princesses. By the way, they're all overage. 
any of you creeps out there wondering like some of those princesses are pretty young they're all above 18 okay and in our world we're we're ranking them from when we saw them as children i was seven when i saw the little mermaid or something like that so it wasn't creepy that i was like not bad i like that uh, she's got a nice waist that mermaid you know what i'm saying so okay you guys have been a lot of fun thank you for listening to the joe kilgallen podcast tell your friends give us a retweet you know subscribe to you my channel on youtube joe kilgallen youtube.com slash joe kilgallen all right you guys are the best bye